3: Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of Sour Graps, I guess. I don't know. Um, Kate's under the weather and sick, so you got the brick wall again, kind of. Um, I don't just mean uh, Alex Cardoza, because he's also (laughs) a brick wall who is is so stringent in his opinions, he cannot be moved. Um, No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's me, Esplowski. And with me is uh, other Alex, as we affectionately call him, uh, Alex Carlos I love that. that? Um, Dos Alexis uh, tonight, and uh, yeah, it's good. Dos Equis is good, but Dos Alexis is better.
4: Yeah, double the pleasure, double the fun. I don't know. Is that what they used to say? Mm. Well, I, don't know.
3: I don't. I don't think Dos <laughs> Dos Equis. I don't think that was their slogan. I think that was more of a. I think it was a gum, <laughs> some kind of gum with twins in the. Yeah, I think so.
4: Yeah, there you um, go. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, send in your Super Chats at the bottom of the little deal here on uh, YouTube or go to HumperChats.com. Send it in. I don't think this, 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 this feels like I'm a spooky ghost. Woo! Coming through the wall. I'm going to get rid of this background thing. That's kind of ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, thanks guys uh, for being here. Um, go to HumperChats.HumperChats.com to leave a uh, question, comment, hot take, insult, I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Um so uh yes, we are um we're here together. <laughs> Orion Ben says how long will it take Alex Prime to break Alex Dose? I don't know. I don't know. Uh I will we'll, yeah, we'll let, we, we always start with Rampage. So I guess we'll do that again tonight, but I couldn't break you any hard than Sammy any harder than Sammy broke uh J. Uso tonight. Oh, so Oh wow. We'll, we'll talk about that for sure. Uh, Tom Valley says, "I'm seeing double for Alex's." <laughs> there you go. Um, so, Rampage. Um, I, I I defended AEW, and they were like, "Okay, this is crazy. Why does Penta get a title shot versus John Moxley on Ramp on on Dynamite?" And I was like, "I mean." At least AEW acknowledges important matches elsewhere in the wrestling world. He had that huge victory over Viano, uh, the mask versus mask. That photo of him completely bloody, holding up another man's face as though he was Hannibal Lecter, um, went viral. They were acknowledging that, giving him a big spot. He's a current champion elsewhere in AEW as a part of the one-third of the trio's champions. They don't use the rankings anymore. If you're going to use them, I say, you have to adhere to them. If you're not, then they're bullshit and get them the hell out entirely. And it looks like they've done the second thing. So I defended them giving Penta a shot on Wednesday. I love me some daddy magic. Big fan of his hard nipples. However... (laughs) I don't know. This wasn't a title match, was it? It was just like a, it was an Eliminator match?
4: Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, they're having okay, all these okay. Uh,
3: okay, weird fine.
4: elimination matches.
3: Whatever, the Eliminator match, whatever. If you win, if you beat Moxley tonight, you get a title shot later. All right, whatever. It just, it, I, I, was, I, was, I couldn't see whether or not it was a title match. If it was, I would have had some problems. But I do love Daddy Magic. I think he's great, Matt Menard. Um, and this match was fine. I thought it probably should have been over in about five minutes. Like, I love Daddy Magic, but he shouldn't be going 13 minutes with the world champ. Like, it's just not that that's not what you want to do with Moxley right now, I don't think. Even if, even if cool hand Ange gets involved on the outside, it's just not what I would, how I would book it. But match was fine. Moxley won. We'll talk about the post match promos afterwards. But what do you think of the match?
4: Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was just fine. You said, like you said, it went a little too long. I thought Moxley should have just walked in there and knocked him out. But Menard Menard's actually good in the ring, so why not let him oh, showcase absolutely. a couple sure. things? Um, he's you know he's kind of been missing of the out of the in ring action st- stuff. So yeah, I love it. I, I you know what a better way to bring him back than against the champ and the champ beats his ass. You know.
3: Mm. Yeah. Um. Uh. Kishara, helpfully saying that Yuta got double booked. So they make this one quickly with Daddy Magic. What was Yuta supposed to do on this show? Was he supposed to wrestle Daddy Magic? I don't, honestly I, don't know what was yeah. going on. I, I saw the little thing where like Yuta said, I'm sorry, I'm double booked. I won't be able to be at Rampage. Instead, Moxley versus Matt Menard. And I was like, well, were you going to wrestle Moxley? Were There's you going to wrestle Matt Menard?
4: There's something going on there. That, well,
3: that I, don't, I, don't, I, I missed what... Yeah. what who's, if you're gone... Someone should step in for you. So, did Matt Menard step in for you, or did Moxley step in for you? Either way doesn't make sense
4: to Warren B he- says it was supposed to be Yuta. Uh, Mox was a fill in for the BCC.
3: So, so why wouldn't Claudio take on Matt Menard? Like, Moxley's already wrestled once this week on television. Listen, I think there is there is a very l- big happy medium. Between Roman Reigns never on television, won't wrestle on TV ever, <laughs> and John Moxley two TV matches in a week in the span of three days, non mind, no, mind you. So there's uh, there. Yeah, I don't understand why it wouldn't be Claudio versus uh, versus Batmanard personally. If that's not I, whatever, yeah, what I don't care. This is this was this was fine. It ended up all right, and it got us into a little thing promoting for next week when um, when a Swerve came. Not Swerve. That's different. That's Stokely. Stokely came out, um, and uh, it was he was he was with uh, Tiger Style Lee Moriarty. And he said, How about this? I'm pissed to the point of passivity, uh, or you are one of us is. And uh, next week, how about this? You and my boy uh, Lee Moriarty on dynamite for the world title. And then they showed they threw to a little video that somebody made on on with Canva. It was cute. But it was like you know, forty seconds long, if that. And Mox was like, "All right, whatever. Nice, p- nice presentation, kid. I'm gonna kick your ass. I don't, like, the, <laughs> the challenge is accepted. The challenge is. Like, I, I do love that it's um, uh, that we get this. Tom, Tom says, Mox, we need you to fight. Okay, I'm in. We didn't even tell you against two. Don't care. I'll fight. Uh, he, <laughs> like, I love that. Like, Moxley is the guy who's like, listen, I was scheduled to go on vacation. But, if I'm coming into the office, yeah. I'm gonna do the work of everybody in my division. And it's like, um, you just you can take it easy, dude. You're supposed to be on vacation. no, if if you're gonna bring me to work, then I'm gonna work like yeah. that's, that's so I, I love that about him. Uh, a workaholic, John moxley., uh, that's the one thing you don't have to go to rehab for, and that's good, good for you. um i'm I'm excited for Moriarty versus. Uh, Versus Moxley, that should be good. Moriarty's really great. We haven't seen him in the ring a lot uh, on Dynamite or Rampage, as far as I can remember. But I'm, it might be the first time we've seen him in action with when he's, since he's been with the firm. And I want to see this new, crazy version of of Lee Moriarty. Because yeah. he's, he's, he's obviously the one who's the... I mean, not that he is personally, but in the group of henchmen... In a movie, in the in the action movie, he's the coked up lunatic. Like there, there's always one coked up lunatic in the group of henchmen. He's him, and he's I him. think I think it works.
4: Yeah, bring him out. Yeah. Um,
3: I'm I'm so yeah I'm I'm, I'm excited about that. That's good. I I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> Carl R. Saying it's Friday night, Scissor Us, Daddy Alex's uh, Alex's gonna- Alex's. Okay. I keep doing that.
4: It's all good. Remember, it's this. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, yeah. Double the Alex.
3: We we can do that.
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, (laughs) uh, Billy Billy Gunn can't. So we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Um. Uh. So we got Jade doing pull ups while cutting a promo. That was some of the. She is she is a strong lady. Um i I really do appreciate um uh, what 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 she has become, who she is her she, her character feels yeah. real. Uh, her motivations for staying champ feel real. Um, I, I, I I don't think they're gonna do it, but I still say they should be um, uh, pushing moving towards a unification match between the AEW Women's Champion and and this TBS, which is a made-up title they gave to Jade because they didn't want Jade to lose and they didn't want her to beat Britt Baker at the time. I am 1 million percent on board with that conspiracy theory that they were like, we can't have Jade lose and we don't want her to beat Britt Baker and we can't keep her away from Bit- Britt Baker <laughs> for a while. Like, we can't do that because we can't do it. So let's make up a title. We'll have a tournament for it. But it'll obviously be Jade's title. Well, now the time is to actually have her. When Whenever we get Thunder Rosa back, if we're getting Thunder Rosa back, and we unify the, the interim and the regular AEW Women's Championship, right after that, Jade should come out and say, great. Now, let's unify something else because there's only one for, for room for one top bitch Damn. in this company, and that's me, like that right there. That's all you need to do to set it up. And then you have that match at a pay per view, it's a big, big deal. And then you replace the TBS division with a tag division because you got plenty of women who know how to work tags, you got plenty of women who are friends who can work together. I think it's great.
4: Do you think they're gonna do that? Uh, with a title that's this uh early in, like you know, it's only been about no. a year. No, no, I don't. I don't think they're gonna do it.
3: I I so here's the thing: there are two things that I predict: one, things that I don't want to happen that I know they're gonna do anyway, and two, things I know they're never gonna do, but that I want personally want to see. This is the second one. Yeah, <laughs> that's those are the only, only two times of things that I come up with.
4: Yeah, I I, I do hope that they do something. I, I know that they're trying to build her to be a beast. And I don't think she needs to prove herself any further. She is yeah. a beast. <laughs> Jade is incredible. But, you know, yeah, the, belt, the belt would also feel a lot different on someone else, you know, to, to make them. You know, I don't think Jade needs the belt anymore. I think the belt needs Jade more than anything.
3: Yeah, that is true. Um, uh, Keith Lee in action. Uh, yeah. That's loosely defined. Uh, because Serpentico tries one. Serpentico <laughs> is like they, I love that they do the whole Keith Lee entrance. They're like Keith Lee in action, they never tell us who's wrestling. Keith Lee's whole entrance, he Keith Lee. Right I love, I, I love, love, love that new Yeah, I love Keith Lee's theme. Uh, um, and he comes all the way down to the ring, and then they like show us uh, his opponent in the, in the ring, Serpentico. was like, oh, Serpentico. And it was one oh. of those things like like you just they have these guys on the roster, um uh, for whom we are simply to express sympathy when we realize <laughs> the plight they are currently in. And I love that uh, that that's what they have on the roster for him. Uh, but he tries one out knife at chop and then gets power bombed to the center of the earth, uh, and that's it.
4: He went. He made it back to San Juan with that power bomb. By the way,
3: yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> it. Was very very good. Um, and then, um, we get, um, uh, we get,
4: uh, the acclaimed, spooky swerve. Oh, well, yeah, the acclaimed, yeah, yeah. The acclaimed
3: coming out. We were with, um, we were with Billy Gunn all morning and they disappeared. And Tony Schiavone, who's in there interviewing Keith Lee, is like, well, we, we, we understand, uh, Billy Gunn um, had a family emergency he had to mm. take care of. We're his family. He has no other family. <laughs> we, he would have told us what's going on. Uh, we also noticed that Swerve's not here, so you must know what's going on, Keith. And Keith's like, honestly, I'm not Swerve. I am not my brother's keeper. I do not know what he's going. what's going on. And um, uh, then we get up on the screen. Swerve from an undisclosed location. Now, if you know anything about Swerve, this dude loves... uh Uh-oh. We lost... We lost Alexis. Where did Alexis go? Come back. Come back to me. (laughs) What happened there? Um, Okay. We get Swerve recording himself. This guy is um, very much... A horror movie devotee. Alex, the yeah, other Alex is back. Yeah,
4: I don't um, know what do. it just know, all know. of a sudden shut off.
3: <laughs> um he he's filming himself very close, you can tell. And there's this great thing where he's talking about how, you know, like uh, hey guys, how's it going? What's up? What are you doing? And then uh you hear something off screen, and it's obviously Billy Gunn. <laughs> and then because because this thing, I don't I I I will I will go along with you with any kind of wrestling style, wrestling storytelling style, wrestling gimmick style, as long as it is done well with care and everybody commits to the bit. The problem I have with spooky crap is when it's done and people don't they're doing it half assed. Like nobody really wants to be doing this. Like if you if you watch uh, the the Joe Gacy stuff on NXT. None of those people actually want to be doing this. Right. Like this yeah. is this is something they that, that, that no one's really committing to it. The writers don't want to write for it. Mm-hmm. The act the, the performers don't really want to be doing this gimmick. No, the people who are filming everything aren't are doing it with any kind of real care to like do like ambiance or anything. Swerve loves horror movies. He fancies himself a director. Like he's done some really cool stuff, like short mm. films he's put on Twitter. Um, so quickly panning over and seeing Billy Gunn, obviously tied to a chair, over to his right. Hey, shut up! And then he pans right back, and like, oh, this is interesting. And then he goes around behind him, he's like, I know you're saying you're going to have a birthday celebration for Daddy Ass next week. The problem is, he's not going to be here, he's going to be there, because he's going to be in the hospital, and he pulls, he brings up a couple of, like, bolt shears, things, yeah, yeah. like shears? Little yeah. pinking shears. And um, pinky shears, maybe. Um he goes around behind Billy Gunn and he's he's talking to him and Billy Gunn I love that Billy Gunn is like not having any of it. This is ridiculous. You let me go right now. He's not scared of he's not scared to swerve. Like he's he's pissed and he doesn't know what the hell's going on, but I love that he's like um and so basically you're not going to be able to scissor anymore. And so he reaches down around behind where his hands are are tied behind him and we are to assume he has cut off at least one of daddy Ass's sing- scissor fingers and daddy ass screams, goes motherfucker. Like it's like, like it's great. Like it feels really yeah. real. Um, it was honestly, it felt like they were like, here's just some loose ideas for what you guys. Should be," Cause they were interrupting each other, which you would be in real life. Yes. And then like, it felt like, like nobody scripted this, like, Oh, here's why you say this. And here's where you say this. It was just too, it was Really, really well done now. Um, we'll see where it goes from here, but uh I, I I love the idea of of daddy ass like coming out with like his fingers sewn back on or something, like a cast or <laughs> whatever. I mean, we'll figure it because he obviously didn't cut off his real fingers, but there's some, some interesting thing there. Like, there's some he's got the, the shears, like that's he's trying to cut it off. Like, that's the whole point of those shears was to do that. Um, I thought. This was excellently done, and the best I think the best part of all of it is you get uh, Anthony Bowens and Max Caster running back up the ramp Mm. to try and figure out where this could be, and Heathley just going, in the middle of the ring, like, I I don't know if I want to go after the tag titles with this guy as my partner, because he's psychotic. Like, a little disagreement about, hey, you cheated, and that's not very honorable, and I'd like to win the honorable way. Yes, that's one thing you kidnapped the manager of our opponents and tried to disfigure him without my knowledge is a very different thing. Those are two different riffs that a tag team can have. And I, I I think it works.
4: Yeah, you know, and it's it's interesting when uh, you see character development with Swerve right now in AEW. And, and it's good that they're letting these guys uh, build some type of uh, background for themselves you know what I'm saying you, He he's a little psychotic you know he's tired of the losing like he'll do anything he lost the belt so you know what he's gonna take it to the next level you need that because Keith Lee Mr Bearcat is just nice and chill you know what I'm saying like he's lovable and huggable talks very smoothly and you can see that his partner is the devil he's looking for something he's waiting to snap man I thought it was great I think uh the AW has suffered from story development and going in depth with certain things um outside of like their normal like one year long storylines. So this felt good, fresh, and I hope they continue to do it.
3: Yeah. Um I see everybody in the, in the chat trying to yell at me that they're pliers, they're not pliers, guys. They're, what they are is I realize what they are now. They're wire snips.
4: Wire snips. They're, yes.
3: That's what they are. They're very small, but they have an edge to them. They're not yes. meant to like break, they're meant to cut. And yeah. you can generate a lot of force when you clamp down on it. Yeah. Do I think he cut all the way through the bone? No. Do I think he gave him a serious injury with them? Yes. They are wire snips. That's what and I was it, looking for. But they're if, you,
4: if you go to the florist, if you ever buy flowers, you'll see them use it to cut yeah. the ends of the yeah. uh, of the roses off. Yeah. So, yes. um, yeah. Go buy your mom yeah. some flowers and you'll see.
3: <laughs> there you go. Um, Padraic Gillespie says my swerve house of house of black fantasy booking getting realer. He's apparently he's into it. He's into that style of stuff. Mm. That's cool. Uh, when you disappeared, Carl R said Alex number two just got kidnapped by Swerve.
4: I popped That's so hard shit. when I came back and I read that.
3: <laughs> That's that is funny shit. That's oh, good. by the
4: way, I just want to say what's up to uh to TK. He's over on the uh fightful gaming channel on Twitch. So oh. I saw your message come through on, on the chat here. On um, he said go bears. Because uh, they play the Cowboys this weekend, but yeah.
3: Yeah. We uh we are we are also, yes, streaming on Twitch. You can watch us over there. Send in, send in your bits. I believe, believe Kate always says send us tiggle biddies. I think that's the thing that she says.
4: Big old big old biddies. Big old big big old biddies. Okay. Mm, I love them. Good.
3: I watched on a 55 inch TV too. They were wire snips. I'm I'm not arguing with you about this. That is what they were
4: so aren't pliers something that you use to like
3: yeah they yeah. were not channel locks they were they were they are different they are similar but they are different <laughs> stop arguing with me i will have you banned they were wire snips both the hosts agree yeah. on this point no more arguing about the pliers
4: <laughs> google google florists and see what they use to snip the ends of of flowers yeah. at the end man yeah trust me um, uh...
5: this is the story of the one Go to Shopify.com/slash/try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/slash/try.
3: We got uh, Ty Conti, or now, not Ty Conti. Ty, it's not Guevara. There was another one that she, there's another one that she uses now. And i Ty Mello, Mello. There you go.
4: Ty Mello, Ty Mello, Ty Mello
3: yeah. versus uh, versus uh, medicine Rain. It was a good match, good women's match. Yeah. Ty wins, and I I don't. I don't know what to say about
4: it at this point. The women the women matches, and I've, uh, I've spoken to Kate about this here on Friday nights, is that they've been getting progressively better. And this right. match, you can tell, was another step of them continuing to get better. There was a little, right. you know, I want to talk shit. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. We're going to get it done. You know what I'm saying? That's it. But yep. the girls are getting good, man. Yeah.
3: Um, I, I thought this was fine. There was nothing... Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't say like, oh, this was bad or oh this was great. It was a good match. Good. I'm showing um, a little
4: shoulder to the cut chat. They're saying they can't stop looking at my shoulder. So I just wanted to show a little.
3: Apparently I became like uh, a clavicle guy. They were asking. Oh, for clavicles. clavicles
4: and shoulders? My yeah, God. I know. Yeah. They've got um, double the whammy today. They I look like players.
3: They're, they're, they're wire snips. Um, <laughs> even if they're not, I will hold on to this to my grave, and no one will ever, ever get me to change my opinion. That is no who I choice. am. There we go. Um, so, Ethan Page got interviewed backstage. I love Ethan Page. I think he's fantastic. He is entering the, um, the, the tournament that uh, will culminate in full gear that gives you the um, championship match at um, Winter is Coming. Mm. And uh, also, Dante Martin is going to be in it. I don't think they're announced as as that are meeting in the first round. But Ethan Page gives it a good, um, promo backstage of why they jumped uh, MJF on yes. on Wednesday because you changed the plan, man. You wouldn't even be number one contender if we hadn't basically rigged the ladder match for you. And then you want to get all high and mighty and stand on your morals and everything. No, 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 no. We made you number one contender, and we were going to make you champion. And if you don't want to ride with us, that's fine. We we can kick you out. We're done. And I I thought that was good. He says that I'm gonna win this tournament at full gear and I'm gonna go into winners coming, and I'm gonna beat John Moxley because let's face it, you ain't Max. I, I love it.
4: Yeah, it's it's uh they're getting they're getting really uh in depth with that. With that storyline. I I like what they're doing. And you know what? I have my reservations. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes when you love someone and they're not listening, you got to beat the living crap out of them, you know? And maybe this is the way of Mm -hmm. Stokely's crew, you know, to beat Sense back into MJF and, hey, listen, come full gear. Mm -hmm. Something could go down, you know? Mm -hmm. So we'll see. We'll see where it stays open. They could be swerving us.
3: I have an image in my mind. They're clearly wire steps. And I will stick to my guns <laughs> forever. There were there were wire snips. You you will never convince me otherwise. I don't care how many doctored images you tweeted me. I will never accept that they are not wire snips. This is what you have done to me, people. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. Um. I, I thought that was good. Um. <laughs> it's time for the main event. It's uh. It's Wardlow versus Matt Taven. I'm uh, apparently, I, I didn't realize I was, am I wholly unfamiliar with the, with the work of Matt Taven? Has Matt Taven always wrestled in Miss Piggy gloves or is this a first time? For him? Cause <laughs> I've never, I, I, I don't know. Cause they were very long, uh, very long opera length, not opera length, but they were long gloves. Um, uh, Wardlow brings attention to them in the time for the main event segment. Uh, but Matt Taven says he's coming back. He's, it's going to be make it the Taven national Whatever Turner the, the t- National the, TV, yeah. the Taven,
4: t- yeah,
3: National Television Championship,
4: yeah, right. something like that. Yeah. Um,
3: no, you're not. Yeah. You're facing Wardlow, and Wardlow Wardlow beats him. It's a decent little match. Ward, you know, Taven gets to do some some high flying stuff, and and Wardlow eventually power bombs him a few times and wins. Um, that's not the big news out of all of this. Immediately, he gets jumped from behind by by uh, by Mike Bennett, who takes him out at the knee. Um, which is something he'd been selling through the entire match, so that's a good little cont- continuity. And there's a beatdown, and then Samoa Joe comes out to mm. try and uh even the odds. And then we get Will Hobbs, we love get po- 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 powerhouse. Um, love I uh, I, I love uh, uh, powerhouse Hobbs, I think he's great. Um, him coming out here, it was like. I just love him just coming up like I want that title and I want that title you guys pick first which one I'm going to take. I thought that's what we were doing. But he hits the ring and immediately gets taken and everyone behind behind Samoa Joe and uh um and Wardlow jump in and it's all of the embassy. And so remember how I was like guys you can't keep adding people to the babyface side because the heels need one more. FTR and war and Warjo Joe versus what four guys? Because right now I see Brian Cage, I see Toa Leona. Honestly, he's, he counts as one mm. and a half, so it's really four <laughs> on three and a half. Um, and then I see uh, I see Khan. Uh, I need one more dude. Who's the guy who's going to come in and be the de facto leader of this faction? And apparently, that guy is Will Hobbs, and I can't think of anybody better. Like, yeah. though those four dudes pack a wallop. Like, it, I know there's there's a trios division. Can there be a quadros division? Because those guys win it.
4: Those four dudes are big. A lot of meat in that ring, bro. <laughs> um.
3: Now, listen. Uh. It's it, to me. This does not. Does this not signify that he is working with? In a permanent position with the embassy, I don't understand why you would like again. This is just me. Like, the simplest answer should be correct. The simplest answer is he he aligned himself with three big dudes and says, now no one's taken anything from me ever again. That's the simplest answer. If it's just like, hey, here's a one-off match, and then I'm gonna go do my own thing. My question would be, why? Because you right. know these three dudes can help you win belts and hold on to them. And you got a manager now who can get you all those top title shots in uh, Prince Nana. I I feel like that's what you should be doing. Maybe it's not, but to me that seems kind of obvious.
4: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's the it's a little bit weird as they you know add and subtract people from different factions. Like, what are their you know what's their end game? Why are they there? There's a lot of questions to be answered. Obviously, I don't think they have the TV time to do that. So it seems like it comes out of nowhere unfortunately right. but um i if you look at the bigger picture when you see a bunch of big dudes being put together i could only hope that they book these big dudes in, into big big feuds and big storylines and i don't know with 2023 coming right around the corner in the next two months do they have something coming down the pipeline for a ring of honor television deal and if they do right. where does that land and that's when you see more storylines and, and hopefully the bigger picture right.
3: Yeah, I can't say how much I disagree with this. Hobbs in an ROH faction, no one knows is an L. All of those things are incorrect. Like an ROH faction, you can you can like say ROH because it doesn't matter, but they're on AEW television like Correct. all the time. They just had a very mm-hmm. big match with FTR and, mm-hmm. and and Wardlow and Samoa Joe. These are big stars these guys have been facing. And then you bring in Hobbs to be a de facto leader of these mm-hmm. groups, which is a guy, this is a group that kind of needed a leader. And you say, Will Hobbs is a leader, no longer a follower, no right. longer somebody's muscle. He's the leader of this group. If you do that, that's not an L, that ma- that elevates him. And if you, if indeed they are going to get a ROH TV deal or a streaming deal or whatever, I've always said the best thing you can do is if you have a guy who seems like his ceiling in AEW is the top of the mid card, if you move him over to ROH, ROH and make him... Break that ceiling yeah. and become a title holder over there. You can then, after that run is done, move him back to AEW, and all of a sudden he's got more cachet because he was a top champion in the other place. And you can break that ceiling on another part of the building, Agreed. and then move him over the roof, and that's where he is over here. Yeah. That's that's to me is is what to me is what they should do. I mean, if you may, you can have your thing of like anything that has ROH has a stink on it. I I just don't agree with that. I right. I, I, I just don't.
4: I'm with you. I, I, I do hope that that you know people see that because that'll help the brand. It, it, you know, listen, you have you have raw and smackdown, they've both been around for over 20 years, right? And here's here's the problem: half of the time they don't even do what AEW is trying to do, like push people into different categories, right? They just kind of keep them pigeonhole in a box all the time so if ring of honor does become a thing and you can start flip-flopping people like you just mentioned where they're a mid card here but now they're on the they're on top of the food chain on on the other channel then you know you make them that's how you make stars you bring them up you know nxt has done that we've seen nxt i gotta give them that nxt people are insane uh on there and they flip-flop with wwe look at mandy rose resurrected her entire career
3: um, yeah, and we we see uh, uh, Hobbs giving Wardlow the big spine buster. We see him standing with the TNT title and Cage mm. standing with the uh, ROH TV title. Over, over So it looks like those two guys have set their sights. And if they can help each other achieve those goals, if that's what they want to do. Because, like, listen, obviously these guys have history, Cage and Hobbs. If, if Prince Nana says, hey, Brian, you know Hobbs. You used to run with him. Can you reach out to him and see maybe he, you and him can patch things up and he can come and help us out and, and maybe we can help him out? Right. Like the, the, the idea of two heels um, who want titles may not like each other but realize they can each help each other out. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. That's one of the oldest heel arrangements in wrestling and I think it works for that reason. Um, I, I I do appreciate it. I, I like it. Oh, um, yeah. Um, so, hold on here. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> Jennifer says hello, double Alex. Hope Kate feels better. Tonight was fun. Originally it was Claudio Yuda versus Angel uh, Angel Daddy Magic. That is true. We got so much big man meat at the end of the <laughs> A lot of big man meat. A lot of bit. A lot of big man meat. I'm good with it, man. Um, you know. Yeah. I'm all right with yeah. it. Me too. Um, uh, <laughs> we like, listen. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you, you, you. Sometimes it's you have trouble achieving big man meat. Sometimes it's a thing that like you, you'd like to have big man meat. You would you wish that the end of your night was full of big man meat, and you just can't quite get there. And, and Sean Rossap has has something that might help.
0: Blue brand, red brand, black and gold, multi, oh, who cares? Blue Chew. That's the real blue brand. And listen, if you want to make your paint splat, listen, it doesn't matter. The quality's going to improve with Blue Chew. Your sexual performance, harder, stronger erections, bluechew.com, code fightful. Prescribed online, ship straight to your door. Consult with an online physician, and uh, if approved, it it comes straight to you. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Pay $5 shipping. That's it. $5 shipping, and get your first order free when you go to bluechew.com and use the code FIFLE. Have that main event performance. I know. You you might switch brands, yada, yada. Don't, Don't do that. Stay with the blue brand. Stay with blue com code fightful.
3: Just in case you wanted to know how to get more big man meat in your night.
4: It made my mic stand up even further. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: well, um, we, uh, we, we got, we got a, a, a pretty uh, n- great uh, opening ish to SmackDown. And then it, my big man meat fell down it was like hey, it was not working out for me for the rest of the th-. okay so we get a match at the at the top um it's uh solo and sammy versus the brawlin brutes Sheamus uh was um, has been ruled out with uh a he just got married so um that's a terrible injury that might uh, that might might, might that is years. a bad
4: injury yeah
3: could last years you never know um uh, <laughs> we hope he makes a full recovery <laughs> uh <laughs> oh, my. Um, but he they wrote him off with, with an elbow problem. Um, he's in, in intense rehab. Wow. Um they said, um, so um, so it looks like uh, uh, Butch and, and Ridge are, are taking up for him versus solo and Sammy. There's a little backstage thing where um Sammy's like, Jay, I need you to help. I all hands on deck. When the when the big when the big tribal chief dog gets here, we, we gotta make sure that he's happy. So, like, like, let's make sure we win. We got to make sure our hands are raised. So you help us out. Uh, match is good. Um, there's, you know, some help there from Jimmy, some help, you know, some some, uh, some distractions. But uh, but Jay, uh, they distract um, Pete Dunn, Butch, where he's on the tap rope. And Sammy has enough time to recover when he's laying there. So he's like, come on. Jump on me! I'm gonna get the knees up and roll you up in a little uh, small package there. But instead, Jay pulls Sammy out of the ring. He thinks saving him, um, and then of course uh, that leads to um, uh, Sammy getting uh, rolled up himself. Um, and uh, there's there's argument, and then um, Daddy shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, not Daddy As, we don't know where he is, uh, but Daddy Roman shows up, and he is he is he is very <laughs> he's very angry. Um, but he, he like I love that Michael Cole's like, Oh, he's gonna make the Usos wait, <laughs> which is which is good news for us because we were going to a commercial anyway. Uh, and they uh, they come back and it's like, You guys are acting like children, so why don't you guys handle your business right here? Normally, I would say let's handle our business outside of the public eye, but you guys have been acting a fool, so this is your punishment. You're going to handle this now. And uh, Sammy, of course, being really good about like, hey, um, listen, I just think you got out of hand. I really do. I, I think we got off on the wrong foot. I don't know why you don't like me. I like you. I've always liked you. But ever since I got out hanging out with your family, you really don't like me. Um, and he offers a hand and, and Jay lets it hang there for a long time. Um, and he, he brings out uh, a microphone. And he says, You better get that out of my face in about two seconds, or I'm gonna kill you. Uh, and he just goes off on Sammy that you're not family, you're never gonna be family. Um, and is like, and 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 Sammy, like, whoa, 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 this is I don't know why you're so angry at me. This is mm. not me. This is what this is what the this is what the tribal chief wants. And and Jay, I will give a damn what the tribal chief wants. And everyone in the arena goes, Oh, yeah. that's how you know you got him in the palm of your hand. Yeah. When, when you obviously want to get that reaction, and you do, it's, this is really, really well done. Everybody in the bloodline has been doing fantastic work, playing their part, making it seem as real as possible. Agreed. So Roman turns around, and Sammy gets in the bloodline. Hey, Roman, Roman, he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it, did you? Did you, Jay? No, you didn't mean it. He was He, he was just, he got, things got a little heated. He got a little out of, he's under a lot of stress. Like, obviously, Jay has not been feeling very oozy lately. And I don't know, like, Jay had to know that line was coming because Sammy's used it in the past to good effect. But Jay broke like Jimmy Fallon in a Saturday Night Live sketch from years ago. Like, he was like he was just, he had to turn away from the hard cam. His, his shoulders were going up and down. Roman was smiling, when he was not supposed to be smiling. Um, uh, but th- this was really good. He's like, he's like, okay, you're, you're going to, you're going to shape up. You're going to fix things. Okay. Because if you don't, I'm going to take away the honorary. I'll make him just an oose. We're going to make gonna call him Sammy Uso. And when Sammy heard that, his face just lit up. Yeah. And to, to me, I do the whole thing of like, Sammy is not, he's a nice, he's a, he's a decent fellow, but he's also, um, uh, I, I don't think he'd be able to resist. So I think he's going to do stuff to provoke Jay to lose it on him, which would mean he could then be Sammy Uso. Like he might actually make this worse for the whole group because he wants, if Jay gets kicked out, then he replaces Jay as Sammy Uso. And I think he wants that for himself. And I think that's the whole point of all of this. I still say we're getting to, at some point, um, a, a moment, where Jay beats the absolute dog shit out of Sami Zayn and Jimmy and Solo join in and Roman watches. And it's, it's going to be really, really, really hard to watch. I know that they're going to they're gonna sell the hell out of it. It's going to be an amazing moment. Um, it may be one of the hardest like moments I've had to watch as a wrestling fan. And I absolutely cannot wait for it because I know it's the culmination of all of this great storytelling. This was a fantastic segment.
4: Uh, Yeah, you know, you talk about supporting cast in a film. And if you were to create this, what's happening with the bloodline into a film, you know what? The family are the supporting cast Mm -hmm. to Sami Zayn. I'm just putting it out there. He is right now from the facial expressions to the way that he's talking and, and delivering every single line. Everything that he does, he's doing with a purpose. And he is right now the leading role in this whole mess, in this movie called "Being usy.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Very good, very good. I like that. Leave a thumbs up if you're feeling usy. Hey, Kate has Kate. Kate has not been feeling very usy today. Kate. She's a little under the weather. Um love, Kate. Um, I. I I thought this was was an excellent um, opening segment, and here's the deal. I mentioned this before. They're doing Elimination Chamber in Montreal in February, which means I am legally allowed to refer to it as Elimination Chamber. (laughs) And I will only call it Elimination Chamber from now on. Um, But um, that is the only place that you can do this because it'll be Sammy will be a God there and they peep like people will be crying in the audience. Like if you, if you do it to Sammy there um, and that's the perfect place also after Sammy is wiped out and he's alone left alone at his lowest point in front of his people at his lowest point. That's when Kevin Owens comes out another Quebec native gets a huge response comes up and he picks up Sami Zayn and they hug and that's the beginning of their march to winning the titles at WrestleMania it's a it's a perfect story it it just it it's it's if they don't do it there it's it's a it's like the biggest ball ever being dropped like it's it's I I I think that there's a really really amazing way to do it I think it's the, it's the, it's the place for all of it uh to happen
4: yeah it's it sounds like that could be the 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 place where the crowd will erupt you want to talk about where you sometimes remember where you were at when something happened dude anyone who's watching that pay per view will mm-hmm. see will remember that day if that if it goes like you just said that's poetic by the way Alex so just mm-hmm. putting it out there yeah. I, I think yeah. it should happen though I don't know why you're not writing Maybe we need to bring <laughs> a call for you. Uh, I don't know what's going on here, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Kate says, migraines are the pits.
3: I wish oh. I could be on. Love you guys. Leave a thumbs up! Um, so thank you so much. It, that was not me yelling it. That was Kate yelling it. Kate, Kate yelled <sighs> it. She used the uh, cap um, guys. Uh, balls dropped. Ha, 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 ha. Hmm. Um, and she's saying she's feeling more pukey than Usi. We, that's not good. Nurguru guru says this entire bloodline stuff is cinema. While they mm-hmm. were all arguing and Roman's music. I audibly gulped. Roman has that presence. And when Jay said he don't care what the troubles have said, Jesus, I felt that one too. This is incredible. This was an amazing segment. An, an amazing segment. And True. the rest of, and the rest of, um, SmackDown just kind of felt like, all right, we, we got the big Saudi show next week. But yeah. Uh yeah, so um um Orion Ben says, uh are are you guys feeling UC best breaking promo ever? Yeah, um I I, I just love it here because because this is my thing that I thought the whole time when I think of there's two ways I think of this. Um, I don't think that Roman and Jimmy and Solo are sincere about what they're doing with, with Sammy at all. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think they I think it's a rib on Sammy. It may also be a rib on Jay that Jay is the only one who's not in into it. Like Jay, you have been a pain in my ass forever, and so we wanted we wanted to see what you would do if we started treating Sammy like he was in the Usos, okay? Man. And so like that might be it too because because like. Jay is the only one who doesn't seem to like Sammy. There's no reason why Jimmy or Roman or 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 Solo would like Sammy. Jay's the only one not in on the joke. It feels like to me. Like so. So when Roman is like, "Out about it, okay? You know, you stand over here. I'm not done talking to you yet." But mm-hmm. he's smiling to himself because he also knows that this is uh, a, a a problem. Um. Yeah. I. I. I, <laughs> I love uh, uh, when. She, Daddy's here," says Cole. <laughs> um, I think I think it's uh I think it's uh, this is this was s- excellent. DNC Digital says take every Sammy Bloodline consecutively, and you'll have a great series that Netflix will order a second season of. It, it's it's they've been it it.
4: Yeah.
3: Oh, absolutely. Um, here's money go. Um, uh, yeah. I I I yes, I think that is is true. Um, for one hundred percent. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 wow. (laughs) Roman is the big mop (laughs) and Jimmy and Jay and then Sammy is, where's the solo mop? Kate, Kate is, Kate is messing around in the back end of this thing. She's here. She's, she's hanging out. She's like a gremlin throwing in, throwing in like mops and, 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 Libman mops.
4: The hell's a Libman f- mop, by the way. I don't know. I have no idea what that is.
3: Um, I, but but thank
4: you, Kate. I, I appreciate it. Um, that's a lot of. That's some hard Photoshop editing, by the way. Thank you, Kate. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love before no, that. She she did a great job with it. I I gotta
3: I gotta tell you. <laughs> um, it was it was uh, some of the best I've ever seen. Because we here um uh, on Sour Graps, we have uh, something we call uh, Moppelgangers. Gangers. Uh, hold on, I gotta get the other thing here. Um, um yeah, so let me get over here to, to the sort of sour grab steel here. Uh we got of course they started out with um Mop Edge, It's <laughs> obviously
4: <laughs> oh, <God laughs> on this
3: day I sweep clean. I will never
4: not see that by the way.
3: <laughs> then we got uh Kenny Mop Mega, that's obvious. Uh and then we got moppelganger Ganger Kate, that's obviously Kate. Oh wow.
4: The yeah, bangs par- are parted too. Holy it's, it's
3: crap! It's perfect, right? Um, it, it's absolutely perfect. Uh, and then we got uh, well. This is Moppelganger Sean, but that's kind of like a cheat. I don't know, <laughs> kind of a cheat. Uh, this one's me, of course. That's that's me. It's quite obviously me. <laughs> I think it's a very good one. Uh, we have we You'll be able to buy these uh, online at some point. I think like you like WrestleBuddies will have Moppelgangers, Gangers. I think uh, as, long as, strong, as long as as long as as long as Sean signs off on it, and, which of course he will not. Um, so yeah uh, hold on one second um get your then, official um,
4: sour grab shirts with gangers on it
3: mm-hmm, yep um so here we go um we uh we also i didn't want to i didn't want you to feel left out so i had uh i had ali cease uh, make one for you as well there we go uh <laughs> there we go that's, that's 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 alex 2.0 uh the ganger version that so that's, actually again,
4: that's, is legit
3: that's what that's that's you and uh this is this is me uh that's not me that's that's not me that, I, don't, I don't smoke this is me mop uh, nfts and, and then there's a uh, moppelganger kate we have this now this is the thing we do oh, uh God. uh no the yeah the, the, the linda one but the, no the linda one we already have a linda one i like the linda one from before i'm not, I'm not gonna change the linda one the linda's fine linda's, linda's fine. Um, kate is here in spirit so i'm gonna leave her up on the on the screen uh for the rest of the time
4: i like that and it's a good separator a good divider mm -hmm. for us
3: it is a good divider for us as well i i I think that's great um uh alex's mop mop is skrillex that's pretty good (laughs) um (laughs) um so uh thank you everybody um uh yes this is what we like to do we are nothing if not a complete shit show and i i, I love this um so we got another vikings and sarah logan promo i think they'll probably make their re debut sometime around the first of the year because mm. it does feel like nothing is happening in these promos they're not getting any closer just they're just reminding us of their existence that's fine
4: and that they eat meat out in the world and skin it skin all the animals
3: that's right that's what they do um uh, we got New Day beating beating a uh, maximum male models. Mm. Uh, Max Maxine Dupree is out there uh, just being sexy. Mm. Um, uh, it does feel like maximum male models is a very low rent version of something. Like it, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't feel like they're really committing to it at all. There's like, hey, these guys are vaguely yeah. fashionable. Uh, I I do like Massey's mustache. I think that's a big addition to the group. Um but they lose to the New Day because that's what they're here for. This is their this is their thing. You you spent some time building them as this new act, but all they're here for is to lose matches to real tag teams in about 4 minutes. God. And that seems kind of sad to me. But like, you know, every 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 company needs one of those one of those teams. But I felt like you were really behind. Like, here's the deal: you're going to Saudi Arabia in a week. Mansuah's not coming. There's no way that he can he can run that gimmick in Saudi Arabia. He wouldn't make it back to the states. So, you think? like, no, I don't. I do not think. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, it, it, like they did. The whole thing was he didn't. One of the recent ones, didn't they have him like? Like go over Mustafa Ali there like it was a big thing and he won yeah. and and it doesn't feel like they're gonna do much of anything uh, with him. But, I'm sad. Unfortunately. Um yeah. Um but New Day won because they're important that they, they keep winning because though they do not have a uh, a tag title match at um at change of time do they not have one at, at, at the at, uh, crown jewel they don't have one there they will have one soon because they need to be the team that stands in the way of the usos breaking the new days record which is poetic i get it that's fine so you got to keep them strong have them win on tv that's fine um ncb says see if jimmy was a good brother He'd give Jay some oozy hot to make him feel better. <laughs> He's a bad brother. Oh and God, that's what Finn Balor says about Rey Mysterio's bad father, but Jimmy's a bad brother. Um, uh, backstage, they um, they uh, are interviewing Sony Deville, and uh, what? What's a ridiculous question? I'm not going to. Uh, answer Ronda Rousey's challenge, which because which is happening next, and I'm currently wearing a suit. Like that's what she should have said. Like next, Ronda Rousey's open challenge. Back from commercial, <laughs> they interview Sonya. Are you are you going to like? Are you going to answer the challenge? I am wearing a suit currently. No, I'm not going to answer her challenge. Um, but then she gets attacked by Liv Morgan, who has gone off the friggin' deep end. This is the character I think she's been wanting to play for years because every time she starts doing it every now and then, and she does it for a couple of weeks and they pull back because it's not, that's not her doing. She wants to go here. She keeps convincing. She kept convincing Vince for like a week. Let me do this. And then he just stopped. Yeah. Um, I, they're, they're really going for it now. I think it kind of works for her as the crazy girl who just won't stop. Um, and there's a big pull apart bro. We're, we're going to get live and Sonia, uh, next week on SmackDown. I, I think it's interesting. They're, they're like, they're sending a whole bunch of people to Saudi Arabia early because you gotta, um, but mm-hmm. there's a bunch of people on the SmackDown roster who aren't going. And so rather than have a taped episode before, um, they're going to just keep a lot of people here. They're going to have your Rey Mysterio and your Gunther match uh, next Friday. And then this Sonya and Liv, they're going to build that episode around that. Probably a lot of previews of the following days, matches and stuff like that. But, I think it's decent. You're going to build around a couple of matches uh, on on next Friday's show. It's a good idea.
4: Yeah. That's SmackDown for you, though. I don't know. Like I, I, they, it just feels like they're cooling off. There's a cooling period off right now. I don't know yeah. what they're planning. They're putting all their chips on Bray, and we'll get to Bray towards the end of the show. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I just feel like they're doing right now. Everything else is just secondary to that storyline right now.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. The thing about it is that uh, SmackDown is just—they, I always look at them like, okay, they're gonna do this. What's the best way they can do the thing that they insist on doing?
0: Right.
3: I've stopped hoping for good things to happen. I'm trying to make the bad things they do better in my brain. Um, and I think <laughs> that this is a, this is a good thing, a good uh, first feud for Crazy Live is um, Sonya Deville who can who can take a beating mm-hmm. and dish one out too. You need somebody dishing out a beating for Liv Morgan because part of her whole character is like, thank you, sir, may I have another? And you kind of right. need that. Um, so I think this is fine. Um, do I wish they had dabbled in this while she was champion, especially because she was feuding with Ronda Rousey? Yeah, yeah. I really wish they had done some of that as opposed to the only sign of this we saw from her, really. I mean, she did the the sent on to lit to, to Lacey Evans one week, but like I really wanted to see her like instead of just like I fell asleep while while you were sitting on my face. Um <laughs> and I was smiling while I was doing it. And it wasn't a sexual thing either. Yeah. Um uh but I wish they would have like done more of that. Uh. but yeah, I yeah, I'm I'm it is all right. Um, so Ronda Rousey does have, um, she does have a, uh, a, a, an open challenge and she comes out to the ring and she has two lightning bolts right, right here. And I, I wonder if that, if that means that, um, that she went to jail for killing two, uh, Electricians, or like what, <laughs> what like the teardrop tattoos, but in the form of lightning bolts. It was, it was oh my God. weird, a little weird. Um, I, I, um, I, whatever. Let's see, I don't, I, I, aren't you all lucky that I'm here and I'm going to be wrestling in front of you? Bring out the next, uh, the next victim, and it's Emma now. Emma hasn't been on in in WWE in 5 years. Neil Dashwood's been in in Impact for a long time, doing some good work over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a there's a cross section I believe of people who watch WWE programming and people who watch Impact. There is mm-hmm. a Venn diagram. It's just that, that little that little it's a very small sliver. There's not, there's not a giant overlap simply because there can't be because of the ratings that, that Impact gets. You, there yeah. can't be that many people who have been following Emma's career as to Neil Dashwood in Impact. And she hasn't been around for five years. And the last time she was here, it wasn't like she was being booked to set the world on fire. So you have to go all the way back to like 2015, 16, when she was still doing really good stuff in her second stint. In NXT, which is when I fell in love with Evil Emma with the aviator shades and the weird little half gloves. Um, and and she had this banger of a theme song. It was like it was it was really cool, like um, dubstep kind of weird beat to it. It was like it took off of her, her old little weird dancing theme song she had when she was That's a, a right. joke, it like took off on that and changed into something more sinister. And she was doing really good work in um in NXT. They called her up. They were gonna feud her with Becky Lynch when Bucky Lynch was still a babyface before she ever turned, whisper she ever did that thing where she was turning on on um on Charlotte. When she was just a pure babyface who we all rooted for, but who lost all the time. They were gonna feud uh Emma with her, and then Emma got her. And then when yeah. she came back, they were like, Let's make you Emma Lena, only not. Because we're gonna run the vignettes for a for a year. Remember that?
4: Yeah.
3: And then when she came back, she was like, I don't want to do this. And they just stopped it. And then she was evil Emma again for like a week and then they released her. Um I I really like uh Emma as a character. If they actually do it right, she was doing some really good stuff in NXT. She had a, a title match with Asuka. That feud was actually really, really good. But nobody gave a shit when she came out to enter this challenge. Nobody remembered no who she one. was. No one. And it, I felt really bad for her because I, 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 think she's good. I think she could. She, she's, a, she's, she's proven for years now an impact that she's a perfectly serviceable top of the mid card women's division wrestler. And it felt like it was like, who, who is this now?
4: Here's the problem that we have: uh, the WWE women's roster. There's women that they can be using. There's women that are missing. So you had someone like a Lacey Evans who you spent all this money on all these vignettes and all this stuff. And what is she doing? She's opening up, you know, I mean, she's doing uh, fitness videos on on Instagram and everything else outside of professional wrestling. Right. So, you know, you're bringing people back either to fill the roster or just to bring them back, you know, or just to have them there where, you know, people won't other people won't take them. We know who those other people are. So, what? Why can't we use Alicia Evans in that spot? There's so right. many females in that roster that you can actually use. You know, there's a handful that are gone, some that are injured, but other than that, dude, there's a lot of people coming. Yeah. You know, that are that are there that should be in the run for for some type of TV time. I don't know.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I I agree. Um, it is odd, like. Would I rather watch Emma in the role of Aaliyah or taking up the same, the, same, the same TV time? Like if you're telling me here are people who are available who will take up some TV time over the course of the year. Your options are Aaliyah, Lacey Evans, or Emma. I'm taking Emma a million times out of a million. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if those are my choices, like I, I, I think she's better than that level. Yeah. But if that's the level she is, you can only like you can only pick one of those three. I'm picking Emma. Yeah. Like that's just me. You know? I get
4: like, it. I get it. It's just it just it's kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? You're bringing up someone who hasn't been here for five years silver other people who are trying to get on TV. I don't know. I guess right. Different different flavor every day.
3: Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Um. Uh. So, uh, Rousey defeated Emma. Uh, uh she cheated. I was shocked. Do it. By the way. She went. She went to. Uh, Went to, went to go for the eyes. So Ronda now not only cutting promo, heel promos on the on the town she's going to, now she's taking shortcuts where she never had to before. So now she's like, she's really sitting into this heel thing, which is good because, you know, we want her to be the heel when they inevitably do Becky versus Ronda next WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Um she she ends up taking taking her out with the arm bar uh backstage her and Rhonda and Shayna reunite briefly mm-hmm. and then uh Natty the boat uh the boat shows up and says, Hey, and she shoves Shayna out of the way like she's a piece of trash.
1: <laughs> and
3: she's she's like, Hey, move Shayna. You're lucky that I didn't answer your challenge, or you would be, and then uh Shayna just chokes her the F out. Like sh- it's just great. like the, the kind of Shayna that I've been wanting forever. And if Rhonda as champion just has Shayna as as the as the girl who follows her around and chokes out all the she's heavy eating with, yeah. I I'm super into it. It's it's it would be really good. And eventually they can do the thing if they want to. I don't think they're ever gonna do it, but they can do a uh Shayna like realizing that Rhonda's is a piece of trash who treats her like garbage, yeah. Uh and she can. Kind of have a problem with that, and they can have their feud there as well. Um, but I, I really like that. Uh, Natalia, when was the last time we saw Natalia? I don't know when, but the first time we've seen it, and like it feels like months, uh, she shows up and says, Hey, I was gonna answer your challenge if Emma didn't beat me to it anyway.
4: And that sounds like uh, the line that she drops every single time she's on TV. I'm sorry, that's like unfortunately, that's her role now.
3: Yeah, yeah, it really is. It really, it really is. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to see Rousey and Shayna together. I think, it, I think it's the thing that makes it work. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, uh, so, Hit Row, uh, and L and Legado, had their triple threat match. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, Legado comes out, and um, I, I'm, I'm, here's the thing. I, I kind of question this whole pairing like i know that they have history and they've worked together before and very well mind you in matches in nxt like they have a, they have a good chemistry um but hit row did not come back that recent that that long ago they they've been they've been back fairly recently um so it seems to me that what you were doing with them was great you were having them come out cut promos beat very quickly and with ease your established tag teams that were already there, because it seemed to me like you were trying to raise them into something that we could take seriously uh, for maybe uh, a number one contenders match, them versus Imperium or something. So the winner takes on the Usos or something like that. Um, It it seemed like there was something you could do. And also, you just brought up Legato. And to me, the, the reason that Legato worked so well uh, in NXT was because it was unquestioned who the leader of N- of Legado was. It was Santos Escobar. That dude's a million dollars walking around. He's so great. He could cut promos. He's so effortlessly cool. He looks amazing in all, and not only his gear but in all the suits he wears. He's fantastic. Um, but you decided to bring them up with Zelina, so it yeah. looks like he is co-hosting this group. Like, Zelina is at least taking as much focus as he is. I do not think you needed her to make the, the, the group work. I don't think you did. Um, maybe they thought that, but I don't think you do. Um, so now it just kind of feels like he's, like, the lead henchman to her being in charge of it. And that doesn't work. That, that's not what Log- that's not made Legato work. What made it work was it was Santos's guys. And him, as opposed to Zelina's here, and I'm kind of deferring to her. It didn't. It doesn't feel as, as as unified in that way. So now you immediately feud Legato versus Hit Row, and you can't elevate both of them at the same time because that's not how you book feuds. You can right. book a feud where both teams, no matter who wins, come out ahead of where they were when they started it. But that's not how WWE books shit. Um, so so you got to pick one and you inevitably hurt the other team that loses. And I don't think you should do that with either of these teams. They both have a lot of potential. Mm -hmm. The biggest potential being their new faces and some of the old stuff just feels so stale. Um, So in this thing, uh, Hit Row's got a surprise partner. It is a huge surprise to me. It is Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, It shouldn't be because a couple of weeks ago on NXT, um... The, the character who is a mob kingpin needed somebody to teach his henchmen a lesson. So he said, I'm going to get somebody for you to face. I want to see if you really got the stones. And, uh, and he, the guy he picks is Shinsuke Nakamura. I was like, does does Tony D's family have connections to the Yakuza? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know why, why Shinsuke is here. And then a couple of weeks later, Shinsuke is just like... A, he's have boots will travel like he's he's just he's just wrestling for anybody he's a total hired mercenary um he looked good in this match i actually want to see him versus santos one-on-one but i would book santos to win absolutely um and I, i just don't know where we're going with all of this it feels kind of counterintuitive to me santos didn't feel when he was in the match as the unquestioned top guy of everyone in the match, which he needed to feel like to me. I love the spot where, uh, top Dala went up to the top rope, like a luchador. I thought that was really cool. I wanted to do like a full Mexican arm drag off the top, but I knew I wasn't (laughs) going to do that. Um, this was a fine little match, but a lot of the way that it was set up and, and how it was put together and how it was all laid out kind of was weird.
4: Yeah. Um, i just i don't know what they're trying to do with them unfortunately it's just i think they're stuck right now they're kind of stuck they're trying to figure out what to do with them uh they're trying to see what works what doesn't work um i'll tell you that ski mask didn't work for me uh just he
3: just... was he was he was put he he was he was dressed up as mr Sacco.
4: Utterly ridiculous to me. It just, to me, it just, it was off. I'm sorry. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, I don't know why this is in there, but God bless you, Luis says uh, there's a whole segment uh, here, a a, a part of the rundown, a bullet point that says Michael Cole roots for the Astros.
4: Oh, yeah, he did.
3: He says that. I don't know. Um L yeah, says a loud and proud. Uh well, I yes, I I yes. And oh, in the MLB ad. Okay, I missed that. Um, I was what running around doing stuff, doing laundry. Um LA Knight had an interview interrupted by Ricochet. Ricochet versus LA Knight could be a really, really great little match. I don't think it's gonna be a- anything. Um uh beyond a good little match but that's fine. LA night needs to be like, you bring them your Brit. Here's the thing. Triple H keeps bringing up, bringing back repackaging all these people. Mm-hmm. And then they like, don't do anything with them mm-hmm. immediately. To me is like, if you're this, is the, this is the biggest thing we got a We got a backstage Braun Strowman promo, um, which is, which is great because at, at some point between last week and this week, someone coached him on how to say Omos because I swear to God last week he was saying Amish <laughs> hey Amish Amish, yeah. <laughs> Amish. I'm gonna come get you Amish okay no they taught him how to say Omas which is good um but he's got this this thing with with uh with the Battle of the Giants I get it it's an old it's an old attraction match it's fine yeah. you're doing it in Saudi Arabia it's a one-off that's fine but Braun got a huge reaction when he first came back huge enormous. He keeps getting big reactions when he comes out and beats up people. Um, uh, We've seen in the past that if you actually b- buy into the honest reaction of these fans to Braun Strowman, that there's something big. And then they like always would cool him off or whatever. They didn't want to do anything with him. So my thing is that you bring him back and he gets a huge reaction and you don't really do anything with him. And that's kind of this, that's part and parcel of what they do to everybody. You're bringing back all these people, they get reactions or they don't. In the case of some of them, you yeah. repackage people, but do you have plans to use them in a specific way? No, they're just on your roster. Correct. And I, and I think there's like, here's you sign somebody, and it, to me, it would be a big, bigger deal if you did this. Sign somebody, keep it hush hush as much as you can, and say, we're going to have you work out. Stay at home, and when the time is right, we'll debut you. We know we're using you for this spot in this match in this feud, but we're not gonna bring you back until that time because that's when we're gonna give you the push. If you just bring somebody back here and just have them just like sit on the sideline two out of three weeks, well, then why'd you bring them back?
4: Yeah, it's it's again, it's you know what they're trying to do. Uh, You don't, you we don't, we don't need to say much like braun and i've been saying this here with kate i've been saying it over and over and i'll say it again he is so one dimensional he is good for one thing and one thing only there is no character depth there is nothing else you can do with him you can't get anything out of him his promos are so generic i closed my eyes when he was talking and i thought i was listening to a hogan 1986 Mm -hmm. circa promo okay Mm because that's what he sounded like let me tell you something I'm gonna go after this big guy, you know Mm -hmm. this stinky giant. That's what he he just he. That's exactly what he sounded like. Sorry, guys, but
3: Mm -hmm.
4: that's Braun. Well, the thing of
3: it is, is that Braun is absolutely in WWE in the wrong decade. Yes, like in the late eighties, he would have been the biggest heel they had in the company. They would have rode him versus Hogan into the ground forever, and nobody would have gotten tired of it because they totally would have made it work. And yes. like and they and, but they, they brought him in and they were like, Oh crap, we caught lightning in a bottle with this big guy that everyone seems to love, but we really need to make Roman Reigns the top baby face. I know right. let's feud him with this giant guy who tips over ambulances that everybody cheers for. Right. That'll work. And it didn't, and so they had to cool him off because people were cheering for him over Roman. And it was a, it was like 2017 was a very, right. Time. It was. Yeah. um, And, and so it was, it was a very, yeah, it was, it was yeah. I
4: don't know, man. It just, to me, to me, it's just like a lot of, have, I would prefer to have a more meaningful, smaller roster. And this goes for both uh-huh. companies, you know, with people that you know you can throw around in different feuds and in the case that things might start getting stale, then you, you know, you go out and bring in people, you know, but, man, I don't know. Braun just doesn't do it for me, man. Choo-choo Braun. no Nothing.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one thing is, like, it's, it's kind of funny. Like, he doesn't do it for you. Uh, a lot of times he doesn't do it for me. He does it for the live crowd. So you got to figure out a way to use him for the, like, because yeah. the reaction he gets, he sells, he sells, he sells stuff for you.
4: The kids like people, love to see him come in and barrel yeah, through people, and but right. but outside of that, like yeah, you know, you're cheering with your son and daughter. But well, here, if you're seeing it there with your buddies, you're like, "Boo, this man!"
3: Here's the problem: is this what they do? Is that you have the actual, real top guys over on Raw? The only belt they have to compete for is U.S. title. That's so you got it. Rollins and Lashley. Doing stuff for the top to the for the US title when they should be feuding over the WWE title on Raw. Okay. And then yeah. you have a mid-card that's available to go after the US title. If you had, if you didn't put all the titles on the Usos, you'd have a raw tag team titles and a small SmackDown tag team titles, and you could get braun and some other big guy or braun and a little guy to, to go after the tag titles, and they would be they would be there doing something the crowd could get excited for them and they would have a purpose on the show the problem with having all the titles on three guys yeah like is that um if they're not there all these people just like hanging out doing stuff for no real reason you got to invent grudges for them to to fight over as opposed to you have a title I want a title because I am a professional wrestler. I will fight you for the title. But if the titles don't exist, they're just people just hanging out, doing nothing, uh, Do I'm going to
4: tell help. you I'm going to tell you right now on the uh, on the very last post show of October that the Raw and SmackDown and NXT draft is a real thing and it is coming. And oh. we're only going to see how this is going to shape both rosters, and I hope that it does it for the best. Maybe these underlying stories are just boring right now because you know they're going to be gearing towards this. So, yeah,
3: yeah. Um, LA Knight versus Ricochet happening next week. So, mm. let's. That's LA Knight Ricochet. Uh, Sonia and uh, Liv and Gunther and Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio gets jumped by Imperium backstage. Uh, so that is being, happened. now we also, um, uh, got announced during this particular episode, Bailey versus Bianca again at sands of time in crown jewel, Saudi Arabia, last woman standing match. Now, if you watched raw and God help you, if you did, (laughs) it ended with a very odd angle. It was Bianca versus Bailey in a non title match. Um, that was supposed to be the end of the feud, they said, no matter what. That's this right. This is the last match they were going to have. Yeah. Why is the last match they're going to have even being a, a non-title match? This doesn't make any sense. But at the end of the match, um, a wild Nikki appears out of nowhere, jumps off the top rope, takes out with a crossbody Dakota and Io and the ref. Then she gets in the ring, hits her finisher on Bianca. And pulls Bailey over and covers Bianca. New ref runs out. Ref counts one, two, three. Nikki actively cost Bianca the title and the match, and uh, and made sure Bailey won it. Yeah. Then after the match, she goes in and attacks both of them. So to me and she's standing there the last thing which we get is her wild hair her being crazy she's just standing tall she's this, she's a, announced herself as part of this women's division again. And I yeah. thought, "Oh, okay. So you're 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 booking uh the the triple threat at, at Sands of Time uh, Crown Jewel. And maybe you want Bailey to go over finally and you just don't want Bianca to lose to do it. You have Bailey pin Nikki Cross that's how you get out of it. That's fine. They did a triple threat there last year with Bailey with uh sorry with Becky and Sasha and, and Bianca. So maybe they'll do it again this year. Um, that's the only thing that makes any sense considering what they did with Nikki. And so no, they're not doing that. They're doing Bailey versus Bianca Last Woman Standing. And I don't understand why we did the end of Raw
4: then to me. Like it's, uh how it's, it's, uh, what was the show that, what was the, uh, the group that she was in? Ah, oh, damn uh, it. Which one? Uh, Nikki Cross. Damn it. I forgot oh, the name Oh, Sanity. 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 Yeah. They're bringing back Sanity. That's it. That, this That's all this means. This crazy Nikki's back and, mm-hmm. and, you know, they're going to bring the band back together again. That, that's, right. what, that's what's going to happen. I don't know. It's just, it's just so, I don't know, man. Maybe there's something bigger that we don't know. Maybe we were lost somewhere. We're not right. reading into things yeah um
3: so uh we got and cross versus madcap moss mm. this is the only time you're ever gonna hear me say this poor madcap moss like it he did everything you asked him to he he told all those stupid friggin jokes he you yeah you, you, ha- you put him over baron corbin in their feud after he turned on corbin you, you put him out there as a baby face with wearing Goldberg's gear, trying to get the crowd up and going crazy and every people seem to enjoy him. You kept saying what a big babyface he was and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, and and, uh, and 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 now you're just gonna feed him to Karrion Cross, who again has like the like it is a it is a um a, a really bad student film, is his entrance. Like <laughs> the black and white and she's out there in this shroud and all he does is kind of like saunter past her stand in front of her she takes off the shroud and walks around him and then she walks to the ring without him and while lip syncing this like yeah there are so many ways to make this entrance what the people who like it seem to think it is but right <sighs> but it isn't and and the match is whatever it is um it's fine madcap gets a comeback and he's about to win the match but he's he's doing a thing where he he keeps doing his one of his big deals is guy in the corner sprint up do the spear through the guts run back spear through the guts keep doing it that's his big build up before he hits his finisher so he runs back toward the empty corner and scarlet is standing there just simply standing there on the middle step of the, of the ring steps, not doing anything, not like saying anything, not posing sexually, just existing. And he has to stop because he's so distracted and turn around and immediately get beat up close uh, clothesline by cross. And then his, his elbow finisher or whatever. If you are that distracted by your opponent's wife, simply existing, you deserve to lose. Like don't book, don't book your guys to be this dumb.
5: Just uh, don't.
4: I'm starting to miss carrying Cross the Gladiator. <laughs> mm. Kill a Cross, or whatever the hell they wanted to call him. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um. So, um. Uh, Cross wins, and then after he wins, puts him in the chokehold. Um, his really weird little chokehold that he does where he's like, he, he he he's choking him, and he's like he's cranking back on his own arm to like tighten it up, but it's really loose anyway. You could tell how loose it is. So sometimes <laughs> it just looks like he's doing this. You know how you know how all the uh, all the all the peanuts kids would stand yeah. on, on a wall. They just like mm, I don't know. I, I do you think the little red haired girl is going to invite me to her Valentine's Day dance? That's that's Sucks. what he looks like, like choking a guy out. But he um, yelling. oh uh, yeah. And he but he gets on the microphone and he cuts a promo to Drew McIntyre, who is attending Seamus's wedding, by the way. He's not there, you know this. Uh, and um and he's uh choking out Reddick Moss the whole time he's doing it. Um,
2: <laughs>
3: this man is unconscious and being choked to death for 20 seconds a while carrying cross while carrying cross says nothing, says nothing just just a generic heel promo in the direction of of uh drew mcintyre and only when he is done doing his promo do we see the officials step in and try to stop him from literally murdering a man because no one wants to be an interrupting iggy stop it no, no no no. nobody wants to do that now you No, come on um yeah it was, this was all just this all just feels weird to me like you 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 debuted cross like listen i don't like the guy but At at some point, they really did because they debuted him leading up to the big Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns match at Clash of the Castle. They had him take out Drew in front of Roman Reigns and stare daggers at Roman Reigns afterwards. It really looked like to me they were positioning him at the top of the card. And now it feels to me like he's just a dude who occasionally comes out and beats up a guy. Like, again, you can't bring back everybody at the same time. If you're not like going to have a complete hierarchy of who's getting pushed and then the next guy and then the next guy. And if it's anybody below that third guy, don't bring them back right then because you're too full of people right now. Hold off for a couple of months, then bring back another wave of people, give them a push. You know, whatever.
4: And that leads me to always complaining about these bloating of the rosters because yeah. catering you know the catering needs to be full alex so let's just put it that way people if you're going to be ordering food for your wrestlers and your performers uh you need to be able to have people in there not mm-hmm. all out in the ring or on the gorilla position so right
3: yeah carrying a mop
4: <laughs> carrying a mop i get it yeah there you go
3: um so there was a whole little backstage thing they did last week for Brian Wyatt, uh, where he was talking about, um, you know, um, before I was so rudely interrupted the week before by the other person, I never got to tell you what I was going to tell you, which was that you guys brought me back. I was gone. I was never going to come back. Um, I was at the lowest point ever. And you guys, it was you who brought me back. And I want to thank you. However, you should know that you probably shouldn't have brought me back. Because now that I'm back, I'm going to do some really horrible, violent things to a lot of people. And I actually liked that twist of the first promo, which which is true you you guys reached out to me at my lowest and you brought me back from the brink. Thank you, but you should know, and I kind of apologize for this, but um, you should know that that because you brought me back, some people are really going to suffer. I just want to let you know ahead of time because I, I wanted to thank you and, and tell you that because I, we, we have that relationship. I think that was good. However, this promo that he cut completely retconned last week. Where he's coming out like, "Thank you, everybody. I love you so much. You're the greatest, and you're my people, my fireflies, and I love you. Thank you for bringing me back. Ah." And it's like, but what was the <laughs> thing last week where you were like, "You probably shouldn't have done that, though." Um, it 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 does feel like they just tried to like retcon everything, like basically like so that, you know, so that maybe. Maybe they, they, they lost the script. They didn't know where it was and they, they, they're trying to find it, but it was locked behind all of these, uh, you know, different, uh, uh zones they couldn't get into. And so they, they need the Nord
0: nordvpncom slash fightful browse safely, browse, securely change your virtual location with just one click on all your devices multiple tiers that allow you to get exactly what services you want, four months free, a 30-day money-back guarantee. Get access to content that's geo-blocked in your area. Get access to pay-per-views at a much more affordable price thanks to that content that you unlock with nordvpn.com slash fightful. Block annoying pop-up ads, block malware, nordvpn.com slash fightful. How how are you going to pass this up? Really? How? I use it every day. Every day. It makes my browsing experience so much better. You should do it too. NordVPN.com slash Fightful.
4: I agree.
3: Um, But he's interrupted again this time while talking about how much he loves everybody. And uh, this time he's interu- interrupted by um, Uncle Howdy.
4: Jesus. Um. I
3: the there's one version of the mask which he came out with at extreme rules that is like is all solid like the the it seems like almost wooden or or stone or something the way that it was like this one solid piece that was very intricately carved but now now he 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 takes it off and there's another mask this one is like it almost is. It prosthetic. looks like he's, he's yeah, it's like a prosthetic, like he's wearing somebody else's face. Like a different face was grafted onto him. But this is obviously Bray Wyatt under the mask, but he's playing a different character. They have like real hair that is the mustache now. There's, there's a goatee with like, like braided ends of a mustache. He's wearing an interesting little top hat with barbed wire or something around it, uh, like a crown of thorns maybe. Um, uh, I am uh i'm less willing this week than i was last week to to quote unquote let it play out um the uncle howdy cuz he says like he says you know uh, i'm a, i'm the ghost of the man who sold the world you killed the world a bunch of a bunch of nonsense honestly um it's it's poetic but it is nonsense um uh, i'm i'm willing to see how they tie everything together um, it does appear that they're, at least they're trying to do this thing where like Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy are not the same person. Um, they are different people cause they keep keeping them apart and they haven't yet done the thing that they're eventually going to do where they say, uh, Uncle Howdy Bray Wyatt. Like they did with <laughs> the fiend Bray Wyatt and like, no, no, no. Like the fiend had to be separate that was the whole point of it that Bray Wyatt and the fiend weren't the same person until he was like, ah, they are, everyone knows it. Let's just tell them they are like, you have to like, like what did I say about the swerve thing? Commit to the bit, really commit to what you're doing. Uh, have some care in how you're crafting it. I believe there is care in how they're crafting it. I don't am saying it's well crafted, but they do have care in what they're trying to do. Um, I just, I don't get it yet. And I think that there's some drips and drabs that we're going to get that it's going to try and explain it. I just don't know how well. Um, and um, I'm very intrigued as to what the Uncle Howdy character is, but I would be lying if I, if I said that I was not dreading, while also gleefully anticipating, the moments where um, Michael Cole very seriously... Has to tell us about the malevolent goings on with Uncle Howdy. Oh like, you can't give the guy the name Uncle Howdy. The whole, like, there was, wasn't that like a, um, wasn't that like a euphemism for the devil in like an old Stephen King novel? They called him Captain Howdy, but like, it wasn't like, nope, that wasn't, he didn't say, Hi, everybody, I'm Captain Howdy. It was like, that was just what we called him. Like, it was this kind of this thing because there was no name for it so like like hey everybody I'm Uncle Howdy makes you makes the character into kind of a laughing stock as opposed to like this is if this is Bray's boogeyman that he's been trying to escape since he was a little kid and that's what he called him when he was a boy which is why it terrifies him but just saying coming out and going like hi I'm your Uncle Howdy what like, that doesn't make a lot of sense.
4: Yeah. I mean, I understand people are drinking the Kool-Aid. Anything that he does is the most amazing thing in the world. I'm right. I'm still, you know, in my, I'm going to give it nine-month thing. You know, right. is Bray going to have a baby in nine months? And what is that baby going to be? Right? So, month one is coming to an end. And all we've gotten is QR codes and Uncle Howdy. Great. All right, now we're going into November. I want to see what's. Uh, how else is he going to fight himself? Or this is demons. Or is he is he fighting his own henchmen? His bro, you know, why is this going to lead to the Wyatt Six? Mm-hmm. What is this leading to? So I'm 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 open minded. I'm going to give it time. Like I said before, I'm going to give it about nine months and have this baby.
3: Captain Howdy was the name of the devil in The Exorcist. The demon. Oh. That's what Regan called the demon, in The Exorcist. The little girl called him Captain Howdy. Which is like, it's creepy if it's a little girl who's calling the demon that is possessing her Captain Howdy because because a, a little child wouldn't have the facility to come up with a really spooky name. You know, like, that's fine. But I'm your Uncle Howdy is not the way you introduce a, a spooky character to me.
4: To me. They can't um. get away from the spooky. Oh, you killed him. And then they show the fiend. <sighs>
3: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. the thing of it is is that like he was killed right uh strange land no it's not strange then seen strange land it had to have been exorcist or something like that it's one of those things whatever um <laughs> anyway um sheikh Salazar says uh three weeks three weeks and they have bray rambling with gibberish jib- jib- on on the mic like paul paul Pulowski, which is my oh, man um he does look straight miserable, uh, similar to barry Wyndham. Like the character does with with the with the uh, goatee and everything and the and the hat. I, the thing that's creepiest to me are the eyes, which are like like half lidded, one of them off center, looking weird ways. Like the eyes don't look like real eyes. Like the the you could tell that's a real mouth behind the mouth, but I don't know where the where the fake eyes end and the real eyes begin. Which is like if you're doing the mask, do the mask creepy? Okay, fine, cool. Um, uh Breg also says Uncle Howdy is the worst name, one of the worst names they could create for a spooky gimmick. Uncle Howdy sounds like somebody who should have been Festus and Jesse's uncle. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I yeah, is it's one of those things of that that people will say you're overanalyzing it, the name doesn't matter. Like, no, it does. You chose the name to present this character, this is the yeah. character that you want to be a major player. Going forward for your television audience, and you chose the name Uncle Howdy.
4: The whole story matters because this yeah, is what everyone wanted, right? So yeah. now that you have it, and you have Uncle Howdy is, you know, one month in, you know, right. but you know, there's two sides. People are gonna love it, and then there's the people that are just trying to give it its time.
3: Um, uh, it does also look like Jeff Jarrett. It really does look like Jeff Jarrett. Like, current version of Jeff Jarrett. That's what the match looks like.
4: Didn't his contract end with them completely? Yeah,
3: I think it did. Um,
4: Yeah. Yeah. One eye hole falls in the other. That's true. Could could be Bo, guys. Uh, Bo was also signed with him. It was part of the deal.
3: Honestly, if it's Bo behind... If if Bo is playing Uncle Howdy, I'm way more in than if it's Bray trying to do both. Because if... Like, here's the thing. We're all supposed to think that it's Bray... in the ring and a pre-recorded message up on the thing, which is Bray also doing it. The first time we see Bray and uncle Howdy in the flesh, in the ring together with uncle Howdy, obviously cutting a promo or doing something, doing wrestling moves to him. All of a sudden it opens up a Mm -hmm. whole new world of what they can do. And that, that's what I really hope. That's what I really hope. Um, uh, Joey Olstad donated a dollar in a super chat. Thank you for the, for the donation. I, I appreciate it. Uh, Sky Singe became a five month member on Twitch.
4: Um, Thank you and welcome for five months. Sub,
3: but remember, if you can sub for free, if you connect your Twitch account with your Amazon Prime account, just you know, there you go.
4: Jeff Bezos.
3: Uh, Tom the Valley uh, wants um, wants uh, Orange Cassidy to fight Suzuki. Uh, we're going back to Rampage here. Um, I mean. Still still owed that match, I think. Kazeninare. Uh and Nurguru uh goes back to the end of Rampage. Rampage has ended in the same brawl for two months. Tony Khan loves his, his ending brawls. He loves like um it. one guy getting jumped by two guys, odds get evened, and a whole bunch of more guys come in and beat up the first two guys, the second two guys.
1: I that's love a it. that's
3: that is that is a that is a push button in case of non emergency i'm just going to spam the two guys get beat up one guy second guy comes in whole bunch of guys come in there's a button for that and i'm just mashing that button and i'm going yeah so there you go um I'm, I'm with it so that was uh that was fun guys thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out kate uh thank you for being here too the kate mop is here she's been here the whole time i
4: appreciate it um, i'm scissor mop kate
3: Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Mm. Scissor me, Mama Kate. Mop, mop, <laughs> Moppa, mop, 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 a Kate. Um. All right. Thank you, uh, uh, Alex, for doing this. Uh, appreciate it. It's always fun. No, oh, thank get you. I love being
4: du- here on Friday nights.
3: Dueling, uh, Dueling Alex's. It's fun. I uh, hope you guys had fun too. Leave a like on your way out of here. Um. And uh you, uh Alexis, tell them tell them where they can find you. What else are you got going on?
4: Yeah, man. So as you guys know, I'm producing uh Wrestling with Freddie that comes out every single Wednesday. We're talking some good stuff out there with Freddie Prince Jr., who's uh hopefully soon gonna drop some dimes on his uh wrestling federation that he's uh you know gonna drop. Uh, there's some really good people behind it that I will not be able to share with you, but <laughs> Soon enough, he the man will let you know. Um, other than that, you guys can find me on Instagram. That's where I am uh, active as well as on Twitter. Just look for Alexis Cardoza and uh, you'll find me. i I got the pretty little ugly face. <laughs> you can
3: follow me on the Twitter at Alex Palowski. Um, and uh, I'm I always do stuff over on Five for Select as well. the The big thing we got going on next weekend, is uh, me and Kate uh, doing uh, a Sands of Time review. We call it Sands of Blind because I I am not watching the show when it is on. I'm going to try and do a full blackout, media blackout all day so I don't know what happened. Then nice. Kate is going to tell me what happened. Well, I don't know what's going on. And during the entire recap of the show, she is going to tell me three lies. And I have to pick out what she has lied to me about while not really knowing what it was, what what's what happened at all. It was so much fun the last time we did it. Um, one of our one of our biggest uh shows we've ever done on FIFA Select. So I hope you guys come back and do that for November fifth. It should be um it should be a lot of fun.
2: Hey, and again. the
4: holidays are here. I hope you guys have a great weekend of uh or yes. treating. I mean, we're literally now it is Christmas. I don't care what anyone says.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Uh, be safe. Uh, trick or treat. Get, get some candy for me. Um, you know, not not really though. It'd be kind of hard to ship it. Anyway, um, bye, everybody. They were pliers.
1: Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems.